Radio Show, where we have a lot of fun. And today, we're going to have especially a lot of fun because we have the Big Fun Radio Fun Time brought to us by the Fearless Comedy Productions. Tim Wick is the Artistic Director of Fearless Comedy I do my best. And you write and produce and direct all sorts of great stuff. I have I have written and produced and directed some great stuff in my life. <laughs> all great stuff. I will allow that. And you've got some great actors that you've brought today. Introduce I do. Uh, well, first off, we have Mr. Christopher Jones. He Yay. is not a company member, uh, but he is a professional comic book artist. He draws Batman and Doctor Who. And that's why I do radio comedy. <laughs> He's got a job for radio. Yes. And a face. Thank you. Also, because he's an artist, he doesn't do anything during the day, right? You don't. Yeah, yeah. Basically, by keeping my schedule flexible is what ensures me my continued participation in spite of my acting skills. <laughs> this is true. And then we have Fearless Comedy members, Don Krasnowski Hello. and Angela Fox. Hello. Now, tell me, you guys, how long have you been involved with Fearless? Hmm, I was actually oh. in the first show. I was Yay. in the first Big Fun Radio Fun Time show, and you said that was six years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's as long as I've been involved. Memory. Oh. I know. <laughs> I'm newer, I guess. I don't feel new. Um, I think you've been in the, a member for at least four, four years. Four years now? Four years. Yeah, three or four years. We should have a little anniversary pins. we got to yeah. work on that. So one thing I love about Fearless is it encourages people to face their fears mm-hmm. and to try things out and to just do it and yeah. be able to do things that maybe that you weren't thinking that you could or had access to. Um, theaters, there's a lot being talked about, especially with the Me Too and everything else, that yeah. women don't always get roles after a certain age. <laughs> and, and here you can create and perform and be a part of a, a whole community. Tell me about that. It, it's just, it's such a gift to still be able to be in your mids <laughs> and, and you could still get work on stage. I mean, usually it's, it seems to be left, uh, you're either an ingenue or a grandma and yeah. that's about it. But to be able to walk in and be like, hey, I want to do a show about eh, and Fearless goes, okay. And you can create it. And well, that's the, the other wonderful thing about Fearless. I feel like the shows that are being created in the first place are just so much more age and gender neutral mm. and interesting and mm-hmm. new ideas about things that it really doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl or if you're 20 or if you're 50. It's or it's just funny. The color of your skin. Yeah, too. everything. It's or just how you identify yeah. gender-wise. Exactly. Or... The the piece that I wrote for Fearless 5, which we're producing right now, I, I specifically wrote it with all of the characters gender-neutral, and I just told the director, cast the best actor for the part. Um, and we do a lot, a lot of that, really encouraging our writers to think about ways to allow for casting of, of any gender or or non-binary whatever so rare Um, the other thing that i think is good is that you do fundraising to support the financial end because Mm -hmm. so often people are afraid of what does it mean to produce a show they don't have money yeah i mean the thing is that you know if you produce a play by a a recognized play right you're it's going to be easier to get people to come and see that show or an established show but most of what we do is original work and we want to give people the opportunity to produce original work these are people that may have never written a play before and we want to we want to give them a chance to put something on stage and uh, sometimes that can be a real risk and so what we try to do with our fundraising is raise enough money so that our worry isn't trying to get enough audience members to break even but really just trying to get enough audience members to experience this new work and and allow the people working on it to make a little bit of money. We are a semi-professional house. We try to pay everybody who works for us and make a little money while they are making theater, while they are learning the process of making theater. And today, we're going to have fun because we're going to have some scenes, some that you've written. And a couple, yeah. A couple that you've written and another one of your members has mm-hmm. written. Uh, and so we're going to have, you know, real live radio fun time <laughs> comedy uh, brought to you by the Fearless Productions. And the Fearless Comedy Productions Productions. And one thing I want to say before we go to break, and I know we're coming up real quick to break, is that it's a terrific time this year that we're partnering connections with a lot of different organizations. And we are formal partners with Fearless Comedy Productions, and Tim Wick will be the co-host for all of our Fearless shows. Hooray! So, <laughs> pull up a chair. Listen to some old-timey radio. In our next two segments, we're going to feature some fearless production for you on Big Time, Big Fun, Fun Time Radio.
questions about your romantic life? Are you looking at Valentine's Day and feeling fear? Would you like to talk to someone to help figure it all out? I'm Christine Schroeder. I'm an intuitive advisor and medium. I offer helpful insights, useful answers, and practical advice to help you navigate your romantic life. To learn more and book an appointment, go to christineintuitivemedium.wordpress.com. Check out my Valentine's Day special through February 23rd. Let's talk about you. Hi, Marge. Hi, Gail. What's wrong? Everything is so depressing. The news, the weather, the local sports teams, my marriage. I know what you mean. There's only one thing I found that helps. What's that? Comedy. Comedy? Uh Uh-huh. You're soaking in it now. I'm soaking my hands in comedy? Well, no wonder they feel funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where can I get some more comedy? How about Die Laughing? It's a 50-hour comedy marathon starting at 7 p.m. on Friday, March 29th at the Phoenix Theater in Minneapolis. 50 hours? Well, that sounds expensive. It is isn't. It's just a suggested donation of $20, and you can come and go as you like all weekend. Wow. And you can find out more information or stream the event online at DieLaughingMarathon.com. DieLaughingMarathon.com? Yes, DieLaughingMarathon.com. Well, that sounds great. I'm going to use comedy for everything. Do you think it can really help my marriage? (laughs) (laughs) No, you need to dump that jerk. Die Laughing. Comedy can't fix everything, but it might make you forget all about it for just a little while. The Blue Wave finally happened. Hey, it's Brett from the Minnesota Progressive Repartee, and I think it's time we have a reparty about all our hard work with the Blue State Ball on Saturday, March 2nd at the Blaisdale in Minneapolis. I'll be there along with my co-hosts of the Repartee, Hunter and Doug, and so will Matt McNeil, Ellie Krug, and our headliners, Tom Hartman and John Fugelsang, with more sure to be added. So let's celebrate the Blue Wave with the 2019 Blue State Ball. Again, it takes place on Saturday, March 2nd at the Blaisdale. Tickets at am950radio.com. I'm Peter Rackler from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The Payne Phelan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, who made the Eastside their home. More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. especially today. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. And this week, our connection show is going to have some old-timey radio with the fearless comedy production of Big Fun Radio Fun Time. Woohoo! And we have Tim Wick, who is our artistic director of Fearless Comedy Production, who is my co-host today. Artistic director, yes, that's me. Hi. <laughs> Why don't so you introduce artsy. us to your actors that you've brought today? Well, I'm excited to have uh, Mr. Christopher Jones. Hello. Hi. And uh, Don Krasnowski. Hello. And Angela Fox. Hello. Now, Fearless Comedy Productions, for those who don't know, encourages, empowers, and educates new artists and existing talents and explores the limits of comedy while striving to create a more diverse and inclusive environment. Fearless is dedicated to helping these voices reach an audience audience in the artistic community, also in our community. So thank you for being here today. My pleasure. So tell me about Big Fun Radio Fun Time, which is part of Fearless Productions. Big Fun Radio Fun Time is a comedy radio production that we do a few times a year. Next time we'll be doing it is at uh, Convergence 2019 over July 4th weekend. And uh, we have uh, three different little short radio plays we're going to be doing. All right. So we are going to be having a couple scenes today. That's right. Breakfast of Spies. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so tell me about both of these, and Bre- then I will give the characters. Okay, Breakfast of Spies, written by Kara White. She is also a writer of Fearless Five, which closes this evening. So this is another a piece by her. And then The Wall is uh, a piece by me, and I... I just, uh, you know, I was thinking about things going on in the world today. And the wall came and, to mind. And, and, and for some reason, walls have been 
on my mind. Uh, so they, they, that's where it came from. A lot of people's mind. I'm looking forward <laughs> to both of these. All right. So Breakfast of Spice is what we're going to kick off for our radio, our big fun radio fun time. Breakfast of Spice will feature Mom as Angela Fox. No, actually, Angela Fox as Mom. We have Christopher <laughs> Jones as Timmy. We have Tim Wick, who is the G-Man. And we've got the producer, who's played by Don Krasnowski. I'm home. Did you get it? Did you get it? (laughs) Maybe. Did you do all your chores? Sure did. I cleaned up my room, I walked Pepper, and I cleared Dad's browser history, just like he asked. And what about your homework? I even finished my math. (laughs) Well, okay then. Here you go. One box of Super Spy Frosted Corn Puffs. Uh, Oh boy, it's even got the decoder wheel and book of secret documents so I can be a real spy too. You can't just dig the toy out. You actually have to eat it with a full serving of wholesome non-RBGH 2% milk. Just like the food pyramid says. Of course. I always have my full serving of milk each day so I can grow up big and strong. Uh, Can I use my decoder wheel while I'm eating? Well, I don't see why not. Cool. Mm. Oh, hey, look at this. The Bermuda Triangle is the location of JFK's secret island. He has... Been there since 1964, so the Russians can't attempt another assassination. Oh, well, that's cute. What else does it say? 9-11 was an inside job. FBI, open up. Oh, tea and biscuits. Why would they be here? Ma'am, my name is Agent Johnson, and this is Special Agent Johnson. We're with the FBI. Did you recently purchase a box of Super Spy Frosted Corn Puffs? Well, yes. And have you opened that box of Super Spy Frosted Corn Puffs? I just gave it to my son, Timmy, a few minutes ago. Is something wrong with it? Is it poison? No, nothing like that. Although it is made from GMO corn. Timmy, put that spoon down at once! However... We do need to confiscate your cereal. It create, contains sensitive government secrets. Hey, Mom, Area 51 is run entirely by elitists conducting experiments on humans. I'll need that decoder, son. Oh, now wait just a gosh darn minute. What makes you think our box of cereal contains real government secrets? Well, ma'am, with the government being shut down and all, we thought it would be a quick way to make some money for the FBI by selling a kid's breakfast cereal. We got a backlog of confidential informants to pay off. And And we use one of the FBI's decoders and confidential secret documents as a prototype for the prize in the box. It only came to our attention yesterday that the real decoder accidentally made it into the box of cereal intended for market. We blame Special Agent Johnson for that. Did you know the moon landing was faked? They actually landed on Antarctica. Okay, that's enough. Hand over the cereal. Now, I paid four fifty nine for that. Are we going to be reimbursed? Uh, mm, uh that, that would be fair, but I seem to be short on cash. Johnson, you have any cash? Uh, looks like we, mm, we have a $1.87. Is that close enough? I don't think so. Now, the original unopened box was worth four fifty nine. Since we opened it, the information we gathered is worth way more than that. About $100,000 per government secret. Ma'am, are you trying to extort the federal government? Oh, oh my stars. I would never do anything illegal. But if you want us to forget what we learned here today, it may take some monetary encouragement. Bohemian Grove has been the decider of the last 12 elections, Mom. Son, I'm asking you to stop decoding that book. Good heavens to Betsy, no. (laughs) Oh, he's a precocious little boy, and he will just finish that whole book in an hour. Well, we we can't have that. Uh, What would it take for you to hand it over? Well, I guess one shouldn't be greedy. I suppose we could let you have that box of cereal for... $300,000? I think that's only fair. As I said earlier, the government is currently closed, so we can't give you any money. Okay, 
But you could give me something else, as in diplomatic posting to the Netherlands, don't you know? Chemtrails really do accelerate the rate of global warming. Fine, fine, whatever you want. Get him to stop. Okay, Timmy, that's enough. Now go pack your bags. These gentlemen are going to escort us to the airport. Uh, thank you for understanding. Now please hand over the cereal. Oh, goodness gracious. I couldn't do that. Not until we safely land in the Netherlands. <sighs> fine. Fine, but the second we land, the box belongs to us. Okie dokie. It will be safely in my Dooney and Burke satchel until then. Johnson, go pull the car around. I need to call headquarters and tell them the asset is acquired. Cut, cut. No, no, that will never do. Oh, my days. Who are you? Where did you come from? I'm the producer of the commercial for the new Super Spy Frosted Corn Puffs, and I came from a previously unknown secret hiding place in your house. But why? What is all this? Has that cameraman been in my dining room the whole time? Yes. He's been in your ficus since this morning. We were trying to capture some hidden footage of a family's reactions to the new super spy frosted corn puffs. You fit our demographic of average Midwestern housewife, and we set up here. What we didn't expect is that you would attempt to blackmail two federal agents. I just don't think this is the wholesome image we want for our spokes family. Oh, H-E double hockey sticks. But we did like your son's avid excitement and immediate interest in playing with the toys. He was also very quick to decode that book. Well, he is only seven and reads at a fifth grade level. They're thinking of putting him in the gifted program at school. <gasps> oh, Excellent! And he looks great on film. Do you mind if we have him do some test shots with another family of actors, just to see how he looks? Uh, we want to use him in commercials, but we need to make sure he looks authentic as their son. You mean... He could be on TV? What does something like that pay? Mm, easily six figures. Uh, maybe even seven. Will it get me out of the rest of my homework? Of course. You don't need to worry about that anymore. I'm I mean, you're going to be rich. Now grab your coat. And that box of cereal. Since he's already been working with that prop, it might be easier. My boy's going to be famous. Oh, bye. Love you. Bye, Mom. Now that's how it's done, boys. You were ready to give her a diplomatic post, for goodness sake. I told you my market research had her pegged as the most gullible person in the neighborhood. So I can be on TV? You're going to do a lot more than be on TV. We've been trying for a year to get that decoder wheel to work, and you're the first kid to crack the code. We have a whole lot more secret documents we need you to go through. That sounds like fun. Can I have more cereal, too? <laughs> you can have all the cereal you want. You don't know Russian by any chance. I hear Robert Mueller has a dossier that needs looking at urgently. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Woo! Yay! <laughs> Thank you, and that was Breakfast of Spies. Our next... Uh, Numb breakfast. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> spies. The most important meal of the day. Uh, I'm already hungry. <laughs> yeah. um, our next scene will be... The Wall. This is played, uh, Angela Fox will play the role of Angela. Uh, Tim Wick will play the role of Tim. Don Krasnowski will play the role of Don. And Christopher Jones will play Chris. Oh, oh, so creative, Big stretch. Tim. Oh, this Jeez. is going to be really hard. I don't know. Okay. Hi, Tim. Oh, hi, Angela. What are you doing? Oh, this. I'm building a wall. You're building a wall? In the middle of the desert? Isn't that where walls go? Well, not, not really. I mean, I mean, sometimes walls go in the middle of the desert, but what's the wall for? An emergency. What kind of emergency? What well, does it really matter? It's super emergency-y. Things will be really bad if I don't finish this wall. Right away? Right away. No. I mean, I could have waited, but I need to get it started right away, even though I started it a long time ago. How long ago did you start? A long, long time ago. You literally only have one post in the ground. That's why it's an emergency. Well, what's this wall supposed to do? Keep things out. What kind of things? Dangerous things. Like snakes? Yeah, sure, snakes. Couldn't a snake just find a way around the wall? That's completely impossible. Walls work. Well, for jump for something, sure. I mean, don't snakes do useful things like aerate the soil and kill pests? Well, sure, but this is my soil. 
So you're going to aerate your own soil? <laughs> no, I'll let the snakes do it. Well, then why do you need a wall to keep them out? Because if I catch them aerating my soil, I'm going to put them back on the other side of the wall. But if snakes can aerate soil, doesn't that mean they could probably go under the wall? Who told you that? SNN? I don't even know what that is. Snake News Network. It's <laughs> fake snake news. Tim, I don't think there's such a thing as Snake News Network. I How told do you-, you it was fake. Why do you have such a problem with snakes? Oh, I don't have a problem with most snakes. Most snakes are great, but some snakes kill people. Don't snakes on this side of your unfinished wall also kill people? Maybe, but it's okay because they're my snakes. Hi, Tim. Hi, Angela. Hi. What's going on? Tim's building a wall. It doesn't look like a wall. It will. What's it? Don't ask. Okay. Can you tell me who's going to pay for this wall? Oh, uh, can you hand me a couple of nails? Uh, sure, but you're paying for it, right? I mean... I'm not paying for it, am I? Oh, not exactly. Was Don going to pay for it? Yes, Don is going to pay for it. What? I am not paying for it. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Let's agree to disagree, and then you'll pay for it anyway. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to end up paying for this wall, aren't I? No, no. It's totally going to be Don. No, it's not. But you just said you would. Actually, I never said that. You are such a liar. Okay, I'm going to end up paying for it. Well. Well, you know, maybe at first, but I promise Dawn will pay for it eventually. Not gonna happen. This sketch brought to you by House Depot. No matter who pays for your wall, we can make sure you have the supplies you need to build it. We also sell ladders and shovels. <laughs> you know, we all need a break from the wall. Mm. Oh, I love this little you know journey to the wall in a different way. Well, yeah, snakes are dangerous. They I are. Think. They are. They yeah. are terrible. I worry about them all the time. Well, we're li- you're listening to Connections Radio Show, and we're glad that you joined us. For more information on Fearless Comedy Productions that brought us these great scenes, you can go to fearlesscomedyproductions.com. Also, check us out at Com- uh, at the Connections Radio MN.com for our website. If you go to the community producer section, you're going to see more about Fearless Comedy Productions. That's and us. That's you. And in our next one, we're going to have one more, and it's a great uh, scene that we'll do next. Um, we'll tell you more about it right after the break. Thanks for listening. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious. And if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. The fine folks at Common Good Books will help you find the perfect book for you or the book lover in your life. Find a huge selection from a locally owned and independent bookseller in the Twin Cities. They are always bringing in top authors from around the globe for special in-store events. Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Sundays, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Find Common Good Books at 38 South Snelling Avenue in St. Paul or shop online at commongoodbooks.com. Have questions about your romantic life? Are you looking at Valentine's Day and feeling fear? Would you like to talk to someone to help figure it all out? I'm Christine Schroeder. I'm an intuitive advisor and medium. I offer helpful insights, useful answers, and practical advice to help you navigate your romantic life. To learn more and book an appointment, go to christineintuitivemedium.wordpress.com. Check out my Valentine's Day special through February 23rd. Let's talk about you. 
It was a day like any other when she walked into my office and told me about Fearless Five Noir. A collection of five original short plays by five different writers and five directors, all on the same topic, noir. It just sounded so crazy that it was a hard pill to swallow, even for a hard-boiled detective like me. But I wasn't going to let that stop me. I knew exactly where I could find them, too. They'd be at the Mounds Theater at 1029 Hudson Road in St. Paul. They'd be there Fridays and Saturdays, February 8th through the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. Tickets would be 10 bucks if I planned ahead and ordered them online, or 15 bucks at the door. She told me that I could always find more information at fearlesscomedyproductions.com. I took the job, but are you up for helping me with this case? I guess we'll find out at Fearless 5 Noir on February 8th through the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. at the Mounds Theater. Presented by Fearless Comedy Productions. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Hunter Hawes. Saturday, chance of snow, high near 33. Sunday, high near 21. And Monday, partly sunny with a high near 6. Most tax service has been working for you, not the IRS, since 1971. Located in Highland Park in St. Paul. Schedule an appointment today by calling 612-721-2026 or visit mostax.com. That's Most Tax Service, M-O-H-S-T-A-X.com. stuff and today in particular we're going to be having fun because we've been doing the fearless comedy production big fun radio fun time yay yay, yay. Woo. fun and yes radio. so much big. so much fun and and so much hilarity and we've got we had breakfast spies in our last segment along with the wall and in this segment, we're going to do yet another play. Uh, mm-hmm. This one's called The Job. Yes, it is. It's part of Fearless Five Noir, which is currently being performed at the Historic Mountains Theater. It closes tonight. So if you like this, it is one-fifth of the show. Woo-hoo. And uh, it was it was written by me. I adapted it from a stage version. So that's the only kind of thing I'll say up front. And also that I wrote this because uh, we'll, uh, we'll explain what the Hayes Code is in the piece, but Okay. The Hayes Code was something that was that that if you watch noir from the classic era, the Hayes Code says that criminals can't succeed, that uh-huh. they always must face a comeuppance. And I always find that kind of the worst thing about watching a noir film is you're watching a film about criminals and you know that at the end they're going to lose every single time. <laughs> going to be a That's a reflection of life, though, isn't it? It's it's oh. it's how it is in the real world, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wrote. That that was where this idea came from and where this play came from. And Tim Wick, who is the artistic director and my co-host today, how long has um, our fearless productions, fearless productions been going on? Uh, just six years. Six we years. celebrated our sixth okay. year in January. Amazing. So yeah. fearless comedy productions yeah. has been growing for six years. Oh, and yeah. we've now brought the production of Big Fun Radio Fun Time. To you all. Only took us six years to actually get on the radio. <laughs> Woo. This was uh, Fearless's first show, if I'm not mistaken, was Big Fun Radio. Fun it time. was. It was. So in this show, uh, we're having The Job. Now, Beer Wine will be played by me, Lori Fitz. We've got Shark Jet, Don Krosnowski. Shark Jet, <laughs> We've got Donut Hole, Angela Fox. We've got Reservoir Dog. Christopher Jones, and we've got Kaiser Soze, Tim Wick. Dun, dun, dun. And now, to begin our play, when did you get out? A couple of days ago. What's the plan? Meet up at Louis Tiki Bar Wednesday night, 8.37 p.m. You got a team? I will by Wednesday night at 8.37. Sounds good. See you then. Bartender, another drink. You are the bartender. Well, this is going to be easier than I thought. <clears throat> it's me. I know it's you. I wasn't sure. You've had a lot to drink. And I'll have a lot more to drink. Bartender, another bottle. You still have the rest of that bottle. <gasps> so I do. So, this is what's become of the best safe cracker in the business? The best safe cracker in the world. You want to prove that? Uh-huh. I'm out. I've been out since you went to jail for the... Maybe this will change your mind. Is this your new phone number? No. It's how much we're going to steal. Oh, 
Oh, we, uh, no, no, not not interested. Why don't you come down to Louis Tiki Bar on Wednesday at the 8.37 p.m.? If I'm not there, I'm not coming. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Give me three cards. Deal me in. We just had a draw. So, it's a tie. No, no a, a draw. This is draw poker. And... And you can't get dealt in while we're in the middle of a hand. I guess that's why they told me you were the best. Because I understand the basic rules of draw poker. That's right. I'm putting a team together. What kind of team? You know, a team. That's kind of vague. A frisbee golf team, a dance team, an archaeological adventure trivia team. Mm, just be at Louis Tiki Bar at 8.37 on Wednesday. Oh, Louis Tiki Bar. It, it must be a heist. I'm in. See you there. I'm glad to see you here. It'll be good to work with you again. For sure. But I wasn't sure it was going to be at the right place. She just did the finger-on-the-nose thing. I hate that. Exactly. It looks the same whether we're meeting at Louie's Tiki Bar or Peter's Dive Bar or Eugene's Happy Fun Time Bar. I just had to guess. How did she tell you? She just told me. Oh, that must be so nice. Uh, is this the heist team meeting? Keep it down. Oh, good. I, I was right. I never said you were right. Well, no, but if I'd gone up to the wrong table and asked the same question, they would have been confused. You just told me to keep it down. This is clearly the right table. I see you're all here. Aren't there usually five? Mm, not sure about the last one. That's not good. We need five to pull off a job like this. A job like what? Don't know. She hasn't told me yet. Then how can you possibly know we need five? Because we need a MacGuffin, a slag tag, a gobo, and two meringues. Am I right? Exactly. Which one are we missing? The MacGuffin. Oh, no. Without the MacGuffin, what are we even doing this for? I'm still not clear on what we're doing. I'll explain everything. First, you all have code names. That way, if you get caught by the cops, you won't be able to turn anyone else in. Smart. I'm going to be known as Shark Jet. This is beer wine, your reservoir dog. Couldn't we just use colors? I'm colorblind. What's mine? Kaiser Sose. But that's my real name. True, but no one would ever believe it. Sorry I'm late. Donut Hole. Who? It's your code name. Why can't I pick my own code name? Because you might subconsciously pick something that would give away your real name. So did someone pick your code name? Uh... Huh. You said you were out. Well, I am out. But you all need to be out as well. Out of what? The job. I don't even know what the job is yet. It doesn't matter. There's no way the job can succeed. Well, it definitely can't if we don't know what it is. No, you don't understand. Even if we knew every detail of the job, we can't pull it off. My plan is a very good plan. Shockjet has carried out some stellar plans in the past. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's true, but none of her plans were in a movie. Uh, uh, I don't follow. This plan is part of a movie. Okay, assuming that was correct, how does that change anything? Because of this. I assume you're talking about what's inside the folder you just held up in front of us and not the folder itself? Correct. What's in the folder? The Hayes Code. Yeah, okay, still not following. Oh, the Hayes Code is a set of moral guidelines meant to ensure that audiences enjoy only wholesome entertainment at the movie theater. It's named after Will Hayes, president of the Motion Pictures Producers and Distributors of America. All movies are being filmed in the 1940s would have to follow this code. Well, it is sometime in the 1940s, so if we were in a movie, that could be a problem. How can you be sure we're in a movie? How did you recruit everyone here? The usual way. Was it really the usual way? Or was it a montage? I... I think it was a montage. <laughs> and have you noticed that Reservoir Dog is a little light in the loafers? Light in the loafers? 
Can you be a little more direct? I can't. The Hayes Code strictly forbids any kind of deviant behavior. And because it's the 1940s, that includes being a confirmed bachelor. So I can't point out that Reservoir Dog is obviously... Uh, another word for happy. Uh, uh, cheerful? Elated? Gay? Yes. Only not happy gay, the other kind. Is that true, Reservoir Dog? Are you not the happy kind of gay? I can't say. If you said no, would you be lying? I mean, I can't say. I'm trying to answer yes or no, but I actually can't say anything except I can't say. It's because we can only vaguely imply it through your longing looks at Kaiser Sose and by calling you things like a friend to Dorothy. Okay, we're in a movie. Why does that mean we shouldn't do the job? Well, because the Hayes Code clearly states that anyone engaging in illegal activity cannot get away with it. And stealing is illegal. (gasps) Even if we're stealing from drug dealers? I, I don't even think we can steal from drug dealers. Why not? Because the Hayes Code states that people can't do drugs. But we're talking about drug dealers right now. Oh, that's not the same thing. They haven't dealt the drugs to anyone yet. Having drugs is okay. It's using them that's unacceptable. Which also means we can't rob drug dealers because they won't have any money until they sell the drugs and they can't sell the drugs. So what you're saying is we have to figure out a way to steal the money without actually stealing the money. Exactly. So rather than a sure trip to the slammer, I say we just pack this plan in. Are there any other options? Well, I've thought of two, but neither is ideal. Okay, let's hear them. Well, first, we can just wait until the Hays Code is relaxed in the mid-60s. We could get away with a lot more at that point. Well, how long will that take? Well, there's the problem. We know it's the 40s, but that's about all we know. To get to whatever year this is to the mid-60s could take anywhere between 13 and 23 years. If security technology doesn't change at all in the next 13 to 23 years, I suppose my plan would still work. Next We just hope we're in a Hitchcock movie. How how is that supposed to help? Hitchcock is a master at manipulating the censors. He'll always shoot a scene that is particularly egregious, and the censors will be so shocked by that one horrible thing, they'll leave everything in else that he wants to keep. Even the stuff that clearly violated the code. So, if the job was what he wanted to keep, we'd be in no danger. How do we know if we're in a a Hitchcock film? Has anyone seen him? Uh, Shark Jet. Shark Jet. Did did he show up anywhere in your montage? Mm, I don't know. I was focused on recruiting everyone. Well, if we're in a Hitchcock film, he would have already made a cameo. But if it were a cameo, it's possible we didn't actually see it happen. Uh, Then it's probably too dangerous. I have an idea. Do we finally get to hear the plan? Sort of. I can live with that. We can't actually commit a crime during the movie without being caught and paying the price, right? Right. What does the code say about committing a crime once the movie is over? Um, uh, nothing. And crimes committed, we've committed before the movie still happened, right? Yes. So, we just need to make sure that the crime doesn't happen In the movie. Okay. Hear me out, hear me out. We can't do the job if I never tell you what the plan is, right? Right. But if we come back here later and we've already done the job, it stands to reason that I told you how we were going to do the job, right? Right. So here's what we do. We turn this into a different kind of movie. A movie that isn't about the job. Then we just do the job while the movie is focused on the kind of movie we turned it into. So as long as none of you know anything about the job, the movie won't catch on. But I don't know anything about the job. Perfect. So, we just carry out the job as if we knew what the job was. Exactly. It could work. What kind of movie should we turn this into? A romantic comedy? I don't think I can make one of those until sometime in the 60s. More like the 80s. 
That sucks. Oh, how about a screwball comedy? Oh, perfect. That would be really distracting. Does anyone here have a leopard or a chimpanzee? Mm, mm. I have a lemur. That'll work. Now, where can we find a wealthy, eccentric aunt or uncle who lives in the countryside? My Uncle Mortimer might work. With a name like Uncle Mortimer, there's no way he wouldn't. So, this is how it's going to go down. Reservoir Dog, you need to let your lemur loose on a bus traveling toward your Uncle Mortimer's house. Now, this is very important. You have to make sure there's an absent-minded meteorologist and a socialite who is also the daughter of your uncle's maid on the bus. She has to be pretending she is actually your uncle's daughter and the meteorologist has to think she is completely insane, but secretly attracted to her. I'll check the bus schedule. It's very important that the socialite is secretly Mortimer's daughter from his first wife, who he thought died in a plane crash in the Congo, but actually survived long enough to give birth. That should not be too hard to arrange. The meteorologist needs to be on the faculty of an obscure university in rural Maine, but they're about to deliver a paper suggesting that the burning of fossil fuels may be causing the Earth to warm at a rapid rate. (laughs) Isn't that a little far-fetched? It is a screwball comedy. Right. I'm on it. Well, that should do it. Now, while the meteorologist and the socialite fall hopelessly in love while trying to find the missing owner of the lemur, we'll carry out the job the movie can't know about because we haven't told anyone about it. It's perfect, except for one thing. What is it? What about the socialite's best friend? Ah, the one who is a successful singer and a tap dancer at the Burkhart Social Dinner Club? That's the one. I'm on it. See you next. Don't tell me or the gig is up. (laughs) Right. Good luck. We never needed luck. Uh, Bad news. What is it? The meteorology conference isn't on the same bus route as the one that leads to the socialite's uncle's house. Have her take the wrong bus. Cause a flat tire and then fool him into getting on the bus going to her uncle's house as a trick to keep the two of them together. Brilliant! Uh, Bad news. What is it? It turns out the burning of fossil fuels actually is causing the Earth to warm at a rapid rate. We can't include that kind of information in a screwball comedy. It's okay. Nobody will believe it. Are you sure? I mean, the data seems pretty convincing. I'm sure. Right. Bad news. What is it? It turns out Uncle Mortimer's first wife didn't die after giving birth in the Congo, and she's arriving back in America on a merchant cargo vessel this afternoon. No problem. Just make sure Mortimer's second wife is only after him for his money so nobody feels sorry for her when the marriage is annulled. I can do that. Bad news! What is it? The meteorologist and the socialite need to spend a night in a cheap motel. Mm, What's the problem? Well, there's only one room left, and it has only one bed. So? The Hayes Code specifically states that couples, even married couples, can't share a bed. You're (gasps) kidding me. Nope. Okay, okay. Have the motel shut down due to a bed bug problem, so they'll have to sleep in the woods. She can sleep in a makeshift tent made out of raincoats, and he can sleep outside like a gentleman. Make sure he gets woken up by a deer. Oh, his face. Done. What about the other job? It will go exactly as planned. Even though none of us know the plan. Exactly. Did you do your part of the job? I don't know. Maybe? How about you? I definitely don't know either. Then it must be working. Oh, I I gotta go find the lemur. I have to get Uncle Mortimer tipsy so he won't recognize his first wife when she disguises herself as a shoe salesman. How's the screwball comedy going? (gasps) Perfectly. They're getting married on Tuesday and the lemur is the ring bearer. (laughs) How about the other job? I have no idea. When do we split up the dough that we aren't sure we're stealing? Wednesday at 8.37. Do you know which Wednesday? It's better if I don't. You and I can never meet again. But you'll get your money assuming you did whatever you needed to do. I'm sure I did. An unspecified Wednesday night later. So it worked. Exactly the way I never told anyone it would. We could still be in trouble if this turns out to be a Hitchcock movie. It won't matter if we get out of here before the credits roll. What about the Lima? I'm sure all of its scenes were monitored by the ASPCA. You really did think of everything, didn't you? Hmm. Exit music. 
Yay! <laughs> and that brings us to the end of the job. And you're listening to Connections Radio Show. For more information on Fearless Comedy, go to fearlesscomedyproductions.com or check us out at connectionsradiomn.com. And we'll be right back. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the East Side's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the East Side Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Fearless Five Noir. Five original short plays by five different writers and five directors all on the same topic. Noir. Follow these clues. St. Paul. Fridays and Saturdays, February 8th through the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. Tickets 10 bucks if you gumshoe to the website and order at FearlessComedyProductions.com or a deal at 15 bucks at the door. Fearless Five Noir on February 8th through the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. at the Mounds Theater. Presented by Fearless Comedy Productions. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. The stage is set with a motionless tableau, the actors frozen in mid-action, their faces conjuring up an ancient freeze. At the snap of fingers, the spell is broken. The statues spring to life and Antigone begins. Park Square Theatre presents Antigone on stage February 1st through March 3rd. A reimagined adaptation of this classic Greek drama explores civil disobedience, fidelity, and a family torn apart by pride. This electric production brings the action directly on stage with an all-female cast playing the roles. The battles between the laws of the gods and the laws of the people rages. Who is right when all are certain? What are you willing to die for? Be a part of this epic event at Park Square Theatre in St. Paul. Tickets and more at parksquaretheatre.org. That's parksquaretheatre.org. Native American women and girls have dreams. They don't want to be one in three of every female who has been sexually abused. Many do everything in their power to make sure they are protected from being sexually assaulted, but they could be simply putting their bike away and get raped. Or they could be in their home and a boyfriend, dad, or even husband could rape them. It could be marital rape or date rape. If you don't want to do something, you have the right to say no. You should be believed and supported and understand if you are raped, it's never your fault. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Where we've been having big fun radio fun time. There we go. Enjoying uh, the opportunity to hear real plays on real radio. So thank you for listening. It's all real. Except for the wall part. That was totally fake. There was nothing real about that. Tim Wick is our co-host and he's the artistic director of Fearless Comedy Productions. I am. Until they fire me. (laughs) Introduce the actors for us. Again, we have Christopher Mm -hmm. Jones, professional comic book artist and voiceover guy as well. Yes. And we have Dawn Krasnowski. Hi. Professional actress. And we have Angela Fox. Hello. Professional music teacher. (laughs) And actress. (laughs) And and actress. And we have me. I'm a professional layabout. I would call you a professional liar. I'm a a freelance (laughs) writer. Freelance writer. So tell me, we only have a few minutes. Tell me about all the different things coming up real quick. Well, as mentioned, Fearless 5, we just did an excerpt from Fearless 5, is uh, closing tonight. So you can still go see it at the Historic Mounds Theater. It is five plays based on one prompt. The prompt this year was noir. So five different writers wrote a short play. Each play is directed by a different director. Gives us an opportunity to give writers and directors experience working on material. Also, the actors in the show all perform more than one role over the course of the evening, so a lot of opportunities for people to really expand their uh, abilities in theater. 
And you've got some other things going, too. That's right. We've got our fundraiser, our biggest fundraiser of the year, Die Laughing, coming up. Starts Friday, the 29th of March at 7 p.m., runs through Sunday, the 30th of March, 31st. First of, anyway, runs through that Sunday. Through the end of March. Through the end of March at 9 p.m. It is 50 straight hours of comedy. That's right. The comedy never stops. It is our biggest fundraiser of the year. You can watch it online at dielaughingmarathon.com or come in and watch us. We only ask a $20 donation at the door, and that's good for the entire weekend. All sorts of different stuff happens. There's improv comedy. There's stand-up comedy. There's scripted comedy. Any kind of comedy you can think of, there's completely... Dance. Yep. There is dance. The the um the, at one uh, thirty in the morning. I'm going to be doing a solo show, which I've Whoa. never done before in my Whoa. life. So that kind of scares me. Think, is there anything like a twenty four hour or fifty hours? Of no, anywhere else. We have not been able to find one. And there, you will. And you also you will be doing a show before that on March twenty third. That's right. Fearless presents happens at Strike Theater every month. We present different groups. So uh, this last month, just a week ago, we did Big Fun Radio Fun Time, <laughs> but. Coming up in March, we have Fantastic Voyage Improv at Strike Theater, so uh, people should check that out. And you'll be doing a show on radio here on March 23rd. On March 23rd, that's Whoa. right. So, so before the twenty four, the 50, 50 hours, and you've not been able to, I, I interrupted you, you've not been able to find any theater. We have found any theater company that's doing anything 50 mm-hmm. hours long. So this is unique in the world. And when folks go onto your webpage to find, they, they can actually look up the various things that they Absolutely. Uh, FearlessComedyProductions.com is our, mm-hmm. is our company website. We do have, as I mentioned, a separate website for the Die Laughing Show. That's uh, DieLaughingMarathon.com. But you can link to it directly from FearlessComedyProductions.com. And, and there were some that were recommended not for children to bring. <laughs> that, is, that is true. The later in the evening it goes, the less appropriate it is for children. So, But there is going to be some family very family friendly stuff going on uh, in the in the earlier parts of the day both on Saturday and Sunday so if you have kids and you want to introduce them to things like improvisational comedy uh, that is a great time to do it and it's pay as you want but yep. there's a recommendation of recommended donation is twenty dollars but seriously if you can't afford it just come out having audience is really important to us mm-hmm. and how long? Will it be? the? Uh, I mean, what are the dates again for that? Again, it starts at 7 p.m. on Friday, March 29th, and runs through 9 p.m. on Sunday, March 21st, 31st, 31st. <laughs> it goes back in time. In time. Yeah. See, it happens. As I mentioned earlier, Christopher Jones draws Doctor Who. Yeah, I'm so. helping out with the time travel <laughs> Thank part you. Of the program. Yeah. And tonight... Tonight, if you want to see the last show. Uh, That is Fearless 5 at the Historic Mounds Theater. Curtain is at 7.30 p.m. Thank you for being part of our show today. And we enjoy having big fun radio. Fun time. As part of our... Our sharing with our audience. You guys are great. Thanks. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.